Hello and welcome listeners, prepare yourself for today's episode, the mysterious unboxing of Ben's Secret. I'm Parker, and at my side sits the fearless adventurer Ben. Do do we really have to do this? I feel ridiculous. Yes, we must. Behold the banana. Okay, it, you didn't have to do that today. Behold the long-awaited secret hidden within my mysterious box. Previously on Lost Lake. <laughs> I just got something really creepy. Someone is watching me. I don't know what to do right now. The identity of the victim's body is Ben's friend, Parker. Okay, Parker. This is it. This is the sword you've been talking about. You know how that box says Ben's stuff? Today's date is August 2nd, 2023. The past few months of June and July, I found myself struggling with an overwhelming fear. It became clear that I was being watched, or observed, or harassed by an unidentified group or organization. This left me in a battle with paranoia, not to mention the weeping woman on the loose. Due to my fear and anxieties, I deleted the previous episode. I feared that those seeking to acquire the contents of my box had nefarious intentions for it. When Parker had curiously opened the box, he discovered not just my bunny slippers my mom embarrassingly bestowed upon me, or the ridiculous hamburger hat that I also embarrassingly adored and obsessed over in fourth grade. He also discovered a book, and this book is no ordinary book. It holds unimaginable power, and if it were to fall into the wrong hands, the consequences for the town of Lost Lake would be catastrophic. Parker, can you stop that? I'm sorry, I just... Thanks. I haven't been posting much the past few months. I found myself afraid to post my recordings and findings, shying away from the public eye, consumed by fear's dreadful grip. Even though I felt surrounded by darkness. Um, Parker, do I really have to say this? Yes. A beacon of light emerged from the darkness of fear. Parker, my loyal companion and closest friend, extended a guiding hand to help me climb the treacherous terrain of my own insecurities. With his unwavering support, I rose above this dread and darkness and overcame my fear with courage. Uh, together we marched forward. Together we forged a bond that defied the darkness. Wait. Together we forged a bond 
that defied the dark forces that sought to break us. Which you will see in the next episode. So anyway, I'm going to explain the book now. We're assuming that between 3000 and 1100 BC, or even earlier, there was a man known to history as Jupiter, or you may know him as Zeus. Zeus became desperate to save his wife, Alchemine, from her death during childbirth. She bore him two sons, the first you may know as Hercules, and the other Iphicles. This book says that Zeus attempted to create a time machine in order to save Alchemine, but the time machine failed. According to this page I'm currently reading, Zeus made it so that this time machine would be able to take on any form it wanted, or any form he wanted. The time machine took on the form of a book. It says here that Zeus tried to manipulate it to take on a different form, but it was stuck like this, almost as if it has a mind of its own. As I hold this book in my hands, a supernatural narrative unfolds, along with drawings and paintings, as the ink permeates the paper by writing out the present. Yet, this book does not write the future. Maybe because the future remains unscripted, awaiting the touch of destiny's quill, eager to unfold its chapters upon the horizon of time. Maybe that's why it took the form of a book, because it's currently writing everything down. That doth ring true, my gallant compatriot. Another interesting concept is that it says this book even has the ability to create horrifying time loops. Quite horrifying indeed, especially should one find oneself ensnared within its harrowing grasp. <clears throat> Zeus found a way to use the book even though he considered it a failure. Zeus was consumed by corruption and somehow, maybe by using some sort of manipulation device, would cast every one of his enemies into these time loops. These souls of his enemies that were cast into the eternal, torturous time loops are called Numa, and the book calls the time loops Tartarus. Ah, yes, Tartarus, the dreaded abyss of eternal torment, a name that echoes throughout time, striking fear into the hearts of mortals and immortals alike. Uh, yes. That's right. Also, Parker and I have been thinking if we can figure out what this device is, maybe there's a way we can somehow open a portal and help these Numa. But the book doesn't seem to say much about that. But it does talk about many different things from ancient languages though, and even ways on how to possibly defeat evil creatures. That's where we found the symbols when we tried to stop the weeping woman. So because of this, this book needs to be protected at all costs. That's why we must hide it, or get rid of it. Hello Wanderers! This is Jane Black, the creator, writer, producer, editor, and artist 
behind Lost Lake Podcast and the voice of Jane. I wanted to take a moment to express my appreciation for your support and tuning into the show. It means the world to me, especially since Lost Lake is a one-woman production. I handle every aspect of the podcast, pouring my hard work, heart, and soul into every episode. Your support enables me to continue creating and sharing my series. I hope you enjoy my podcast and it brings you excitement, intrigue, and suspense. Your feedback means everything to me, and I would love to hear more from you guys. If you're enjoying my podcast, please follow my podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. By doing so, you will stay updated on all the latest episodes. Once again, I truly appreciate your support and the time that you've dedicated to listening. It means everything to me, and I look forward to hearing from you guys soon. Thanks again for tuning in and listening to the show.